I just saw that message. I'll try to relink the booklet here. I'm not quite sure what the deal is with that uh, morning prayer link. So uh, for today's purposes, we'll we'll just uh, do morning prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. There wasn't that many differences in the Christmas uh, rendition. We'll try to fix that uh, for this week. So morning prayer begins uh, today on page four of the Book of Common Prayer. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Continuing on page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Hallelujah. Unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together, Benite on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm for this morning is Psalm 89, verses 1 through 30, beginning on page 450 of the prayer book. My song shall be always of the loving kindness of the Lord. With my mouth will I ever be showing thy truth from one generation to another. For I have said, Mercy shall be set up forever. Thy truth shalt thou establish in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. 
Thy seed will I establish forever, and set up thy throne from one generation to another. O Lord, the very heavens shall praise thy wondrous works, and thy truth in the congregation of the saints. For who is he among the clouds, that shall be compared unto the Lord? And what is he among the gods, that shall be like unto the Lord? God is very greatly to be feared in the council of the saints, and to be had in reverence of all them that are round about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is like unto thee? Thy truth, most mighty Lord, is on every side. Thou rulest the raging of the sea. Thou stillest the waves thereof when they arise. Thou hast subdued Egypt and destroyed it. Thou hast scattered thine enemies abroad with thy mighty arm. The heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. Thou hast laid the foundation of the round world, and all that therein is. Thou hast made north and south, Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in thy name. Thou hast a mighty arm, strong is thy hand, and high is thy right hand. Righteousness and equity are the habitation of thy seat. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people, O Lord, that can rejoice in thee. They shall walk in the light of thy countenance. Their delight shall daily be in thy name, and in thy righteousness they shall make their boast. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy loving kindness thou shalt lift our, up our horns. For the Lord is our defense, the Holy One of Israel is our King. Thou spakest sometime in visions unto thy saints, and saidst, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen out of the people. I found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. My hand shall hold him fast, and my arm shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not be able to do him violence. The son of wickedness shall not hurt him. I will smite down his foes before his face, and plague them that hate him. My truth also and my mercy shall be with him, and in my name shall his horn be exalted. I will set his dominion also in the sea, and his right hand in the floods. He shall call me, Thou art my Father, my God, and my strong salvation. And I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. My mercy will I keep for him forever, and my covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever, and his throne as the days of heaven. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Begins the second verse of the ninth chapter of Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, 
and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Here ends the first lesson. Together, Tadeum Ladamos on page 10 of the prayer book. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, that adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We, shall, we believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the second chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. 
For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Jubilate Deo on page 15. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. With thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. 
Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all, and Merry Christmas. A few notes about today's lessons. The Isaiah lesson uh, has this refrain that unto us a child is born and a son is given, which of course links it to, to the Christmas feast. But in this is Isaiah chapter nine, we've had a kind of development of this uh, uh, son child in Isaiah. Back in, in Isaiah 714, we have the the more famous, um, well, I don't know if it's more famous, but the, the seminal sort of Christmas verse, um, the virgin shall conceive and bear uh, a son, you should call his name Emmanuel. So Isaiah introduces the idea of a child to be born. And um, this develops a little bit in Isaiah, um, and the child is called Emmanuel. There's two verses in Isaiah 8. Isaiah 8, 8 and 8, 10, where the word Emmanuel is repeated um, to, to refer to the way that Emmanuel, which, which on one level is, seems to be a child born to Isaiah, is a sign of freedom from the threat posed by the alliance of the Syrians and the northern kingdom of Israel. But the, the scope of this expands to because after the Assyrian, uh, excuse me, the, the alliance of Syria and the northern kingdom, that is done away because the Assyrians come and conquer the whole area, and then the Assyrians threaten the southern kingdom, and uh, but they don't ultimately conquer uh, Judah, where Isaiah is. And so the child then becomes Emmanuel, who's a sign of God's victory over this larger threat, and then we get to Isaiah chapter 9, where we have this, now this child is, um, is the one who's he's going to reign on the throne of his father, David. He's everlasting father, prince of peace. And the language in here, uh, for every warrior's garment rolled in blood will be as a fuel for the fire. It's, it's an image of holy war, which is when, uh, so the idea is this child is going to conquer those enemies that are threatening um, Israel, and the result will be a complete conquest where the, all the garments that are left over in battle are burned in the fire afterwards. This is a symbol of the way this child will, will establish universal dominion. Now, the, um, the connection with the Luke story of Christmas is that is, there's, I think, some subtle and interesting connections. Um, the first thing we get is is the threat because the the decree goes out from Caesar Augustus, and this shows um, the sort of heavy hand of of Rome against Israel, demanding that the Israelites um, you know be registered and get taxed. And so there's there is a subtle 
message against this in this text. And so here's this child born. And when, and when the um, angels appear to the shepherds, it says, this will be the sign for you. And I do think that this is a subtle connection to the Isaiah verse um, where uh, Isaiah had said to King Ahaz, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. And the sign of Emmanuel in Isaiah 7 was the sign that God would free Israel from the threat of the northern kingdom in Assyria uh, and Syria and their alliance. Now this sign here, this would be a sign, it's put in a chapter that began with the heavy hand of Rome, that this child will ultimately um, free Israel from the heavy hand of Rome and, will, and, the king, and will establish a universal kingdom. And Psalm 89 brings that out that, that, uh, that we read this morning about um, that this is, that, that he's a descendant of David will, will rule and, uh, and conquer. And so we get this understanding in the sense that Jesus has established his eternal kingdom. And we are now a part of it as we gather for morning prayer. Uh, the kingdom of God that that no that, that no temporal kingdom can conquer and that ultimately will conquer all temporal kingdoms and rule over over all and so there's a lot of subtle messages there now one other note I want to uh, um, make about the Luke uh, Christmas narrative because uh, and I'll, I'll pause just ahead of time if I ruin aspects of the Christmas story for you but um there, there's um, when when he says that uh, they they laid him in a manger because there's no room for him at the inn has developed historically into this idea that um, that Mary and Joseph uh, tried to find a hotel and there wasn't any room in the hotel so they got thrown into the barn. But if we look closely at the wording in Luke's gospel, um, what it really says is. Uh, that they laid him in a manger because there was no room in the guest room. Uh, the same room for guest room is used in Luke 22, Cataluma, where uh, it, Jesus says, where's the guest room where I may observe the Passover with my disciples? And so in an, in an ancient, you know, poor Jewish home, there would have been the main quarters, there would be a, a guest lodging, a room. And what this suggests is that there are so many um, people coming down because of the of the uh, the census, the registering that the guest room is full, and then adjacent to the guest room there would have been an open quarters, and in it would have been that the um, it would have been a little bit above the ground, and the animals that most uh, first century families would have um, would have been down below, and they would have had a feeding trough on the main floor they could have fed into. And so what the story is really saying is that um, that Mary and Joseph were staying with a relative in in Bethlehem, in, in, um, Bethlehem and uh, there was it was there were so many people there the guest room was full so they had to put Jesus in the main floor quarters in the manger which which was there because that's where that was in all of the ancient Jewish houses so it does stick with our image of of Jesus being with the animals because typically the animals would be brought inside at night to actually help to heat the house uh, with, with the and um, it shows that he was born to a humble family 
But the, uh, as, uh, and if you want to look at some reference for this, there's a man named Kenneth Bailey who wrote a book called Jesus Through Middle Eastern Eyes. And he makes the pretty compelling point that in a hospitality culture like Israel, it's inconceivable that a, that a family that was a descendant of King David would, would visit their ancestral home and not be taken in by a family there. And plus, there just weren't hotels dotted all over the place. So um, I think the main aspects of the Christmas story still prevail. Uh, Jesus born in the humble environments, Jesus sleeping with the animals. Um, but the rejection will come later on when, you know, the wise men come and Herod tries to kill them. He's rejected that way. But here it's just the, the image of humility uh, in in the main quarters uh, because the guest room was full of, 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 get, of guests and pilgrims. So there's that. I hope that doesn't ruin the Christmas story for you too much. Um, we'll continue morning prayer with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men. Thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for the Holy Church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit, the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Merry Christmas to all. Great to be with you for morning prayer on Christmas Day. Hope you have a great day celebrating the Incarnation, the Feast. Thank you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye bye. Merry yeah, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for filling in. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. About